this army is not Jukari, it's not Admac, it's not Tau, it's not Custodes, it's not Harleys, it's not Nids. This army is better than all of those armies. Calling things broken, all equal, is wrong and stupid, and people need to stop doing that. and welcome to episode 11 of Stat Check. This is what happens in Houston, stays in Houston. I am Innes, and I am joined, as always, by Vince and Nathan. <laughs> Can you say that city name just one more time for me, Innes? Houston. Thank you. Okay. Houston. All, 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 all I heard was what happens in Houston stays in Houston. <laughs> they play a lot of Death Guard there. That's what happens. They do. It's true. How's it going, Houston, NS? Houston, Houston, Mission Control, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, man. I don't know what you want from me. I have an accent. I'm sorry. How dare I? Yeah. <laughs> I've do, heard you, you guys did. butcher my cities enough. You do. You dare a lot, Ennis. Let's be honest here. You dare a lot. You have trouble with Alexa? <laughs> no. Okay. Have you seen that skit of two people trying to use an elevator? With Scottish accents, okay. Even just yeah, the tiny, the there's a video of like a little little Scottish girl trying to use Alexa, and it's hilarious because it just won't do what she says. I I struggle with a couple of albums where it's like, no, that's not even a little bit what I said, but like broadly, it's fine. <laughs> um. Anyway, hello everybody, and welcome to this week's show. Uh, we are going to be talking, as always, the le- the latest on the meta stats, the re- meta rundown, how much we hate Votan. Uh, how much they're just exactly the same as Drakari, and it doesn't matter. Just get good. Look at your codex. Find your chain swords. Uh, they're just a hammer in a sea full of nails. Uh, and yeah, and then we'll be taking some listener questions towards the end. We're going to be running for about ninety minutes today, as always. Uh, thank you, everybody, for being with us. Let us launch into it with how has your week been? I'll go. Anyone can start because yeah. Anthony, Anthony apparently the gym, has. So. <laughs> Uh, my weekend was fine. I got my booster shot for Omicron and the flu shot. So my weekend was mostly spent recovering from both of those things. Because apparently, you know, the thing you want most in the world is your immune system to just activate against you for a whole weekend. I think okay, both of those at the same time is a really easy thing to deal with. Oh, yeah, was, my Saturday was definitely a lot of fun as my body felt like it had aged 50 years. Um, day two was mostly okay, but exactly. day one was, top. Day was yeah, we're definitely gonna have to discuss what do you call those little ice cream, th- those little ice things, the frozen ones, just, just nice pop, bro. Isn't nice it pop. just a, I always just called those like push pops or like, I don't know, that's that's just a nice jube jube over here, a jube jube, what jube jube. <laughs> and then Edward, Edward Bentley in the chat has just said, Is Anthony eating a tip top and ice cream? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are all accurate. You can call them whatever you want. I feel um, like you just found a way to call me soft, whatever Ennis just said. Like, I felt like that was like an insult. Well, do you like Curing, cut it at Curing the top with scissors freezy. or do you crack it in the middle? You can crack it in the middle? Yeah, you can just crack it in the middle. Yeah, you just have both halves. Just go, bap. Whoa. <laughs> Revolutionized. 
We were uh, cool. Busting up the scissors like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I played like a couple practice games with Harlequins into demons and then um, into Chaos Space Marines. The Chaos Space Marines match, match went fine. The demons one I very underestimated. 18 flamers and the terrible things they do to boats. Oh, flamers are really <laughs> bad for Harlequins. That matchup in general is fine, but like the flamers specifically is really bad. Well, also. I was like staring at the bloodthirst and I was like, I don't know if I have a good solution to this problem, especially when I took eight wounds off of him. And then I was like, oh, he's not bracketed yet. I need to do. <laughs> and then he came back the next turn and regenerated his all army D three wounds. Cause he rolled enough on the warp storm table and then killed a squad of troops and was back at 20 basically. And I was just like, oops. <laughs> he only heals on a five up. Like it's not true fives, bro. All right. Bad stuff, you are, bad you are stuff not... was happening. Anthony, you are not equipped for Votan Meta if your solution for right now's problems isn't at least just roll fives. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. But it was it was a really good learning experience for maybe flamers are really good and maybe you should stay more than 12 inches away from them or charge them around corners. That seems you good. Know, one of those two things. Use terrain. Use, like, anything resembling an I... Overwatch denial mechanic. I also learned that Lords of Change are chumps in combat, and it was really funny when I almost chopped one apart with a troop master in a round of combat. It's not just combat, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, they're they're kind of just shit. They're, yeah, they're not very good. When when your entire function is replicable by a fate skimmer, um, you know you're not a top tier unit. <laughs> yeah. My opponent's conclusion at the end of that game was to substitute the Lord of Change for Scarbrand, and I was like, that seems like the right choice. <laughs> one thousand percent. So Anthony, how was your bar. fruit pop weekend? Apparently, fruit pops are good. Um, I was amazed that like a giant thing of these was like two dollars when I was in Walmart. So thanks Walmart. Um, my weekend was pretty good. I mostly just relaxed. I didn't really do anything too crazy. I went to New York City to meet up with uh, uh, DJ Logan from our Discord. Um, so I got to meet him in person, which was really cool because I've been friends with him since I started playing Blood Angels. So that was a while ago um so meeting him in person was cool we went to the museum of natural history him and his missus were both awesome um so yeah that was a fun day on saturday sunday kind of just chilled um didn't do anything too too crazy and yeah someone is making a crazy noise i don't know what that was maybe that was my end don't know um but yeah that was my weekend. Uh, didn't do anything super interesting. I have an RTT this coming weekend, though, which will be the first time I played an RTT in God knows how long. Um, in classic local RTT fashion, the TO explained to me that he thinks that Sean's going to be there, so that'll be fun. Well, it's at least good practice. Yeah, it'll be good practice, if nothing else. I jokingly complain about that, but I am actually super excited both to see Sean and maybe play against him, so... Well, you think you're taking just your Emperor's Children list or something? Yeah, like I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just going to play Emperor's Children because I am trying to practice at least a little bit for Chicago. So it'll either, unless like the slate comes out and Bile skates and I can somehow get possessed done in time, which is not going to happen. So Yeah, I have uh, a friend's borrowed Galvor back sitting on a shoulder just in, on a shelf just in case I'm like, eh, I'll just play a bit of, bit of Bile. I am grateful to my commission guy that he's going to get 15 GW legit possessed done before the open. I will not push him for 30. 30 is for if I can figure out a way to make them reasonable for Coventry. And I don't think they're super great on UKTC boards. So Yeah, they're going to struggle across the midfield. 
Right. So they're gonna hide in your deployment zone real good and then nowhere else. Yeah, and then it's just the mad dash across the board with warp time and shit to try to just get there and then be like, all right. <laughs> you got one turn, buddy. Yeah, you get one. And I don't know if that's better as word bearers or as creations, but that's just like a thing that I'm I, I convinced one of my friends to play to put um twenty word bearer, twenty bile possessed and ten terminators on the board for uh LGT. I was like, dude, you're you're not gonna figure this out with shooting. Stop putting havocs in your list. Go and just run this at people. Yeah, uh, the Terminators and Bile make me a little sad because they have a really hard time hitting. I like them more in EC or Bears, but um, they're still good. Like, Chaos Terminators are just generically strong. Um, so, yeah, it just depends. It's all very... Yeah. <laughs> it's all very, who cares? Like, who cares Volton exists? So. Yeah, well, no, not even just that. It's pretty coin-flippy until um, we get a slate and we know, like, what the foreseeable future at least is like once yeah, voice hand comes out you just accept those are l's and then you kind of try to make it as reasonable a matchup as you can which is why i put the classic lose less psychic interrogate in my list now so hey hey, hey man that's ritual a lot of the time uh you can't ritual against votan dog yeah you can just run four psychers no no i will not <laughs> just give up the maximum amount of all sorts of stuff why not yeah, i'll stand over there and interrogate why are they putting characters in range of you? Oh, I'll go to them, but like behind a wall, around a corner, over there. <laughs> I was sorry to buy 30, 30 Terminators. Yeah, yeah, like we'll get Interrogate. That's fine. <laughs> you can get 15 oh, points of Interrogate and that's it. No, well, be, 12. Like, they're in Transports Turn 1. <laughs> yeah, I'll get like a handful of primary points, a couple long war points. It's not going to be an exciting game, but you know. I'm here for my 40 and that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to score. You make it sound. Two. You make it sound so foregone. It, it is. You're right, but you yeah. do make it sound that way too. Yeah. Do we now, Innes, tell us about your weekend. Now that we've waxed philosophic about push pops and emperor's children, and word bearers. Yeah. All right. So uh, I had a couple of practice games at the weekend. I played a couple a couple of games with my GSC again with Body Angels to help a friend practice. Um, which is good. It's nice to get the LGT boards out again and actually practice on them. I feel like I've played on them enough to just be like, yeah, this is a format I understand now, but uh, it's good to like, actually get it on the table and properly play it. What are you laughing at? You're muted. Yep. This made me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> Nurgle Matthew you saying Trader Leagues of Votan is my next Death Guard army. That's Pretty, pretty good. I uh, definitely didn't join the Votan Buyers Club. Uh, I ordered two of my boxes um, along with everybody else on the planet uh, that plays 40k and wants to win. So I'm assuming Anthony didn't bother. And Well, I bought some boxes. I'm just also going to sell them. Uh, okay, that makes more sense. Uh, and then I... Like you, I don't have infinite power to just be like, I'm the Votan player on my team. <laughs> so <laughs> You should try it. It's really fun. <laughs> Do you remember how, LG, how WT made up the little, the cards for us? Well, I kept the Votan yep. one, so that means that I get the army. That's how we determine all things in Scotland. It's by the cards. Um, so, yeah. If you don't have the card, it doesn't... Sorry, buddy, I can't do anything for you. Um, I see. And then I also have an RTT this weekend. Uh, on Sunday, I will be playing my Jesse for that, which is still confusing. I still don't understand how that list works. 
I've not yet nope. spoken to anyone except Eric, who seems like they have a really firm grasp. Every time someone's like, what do you do? And then I talk to Eric, and he's like, just score points, bro. Just kill people. I mean, it's really important. That that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm nine and one with it, but I don't understand yeah. why <laughs> or how. That's yeah. all I got. Um, so yeah, that's uh, it's been fun. I, I refuse to change the list because I don't understand it and I don't want to break it. And yeah, I got my draw for the LGT Invitational this week, so I'm going to be playing James Grover from Goonhammer Round One. That I'm really looking forward to. I've not gotten to play James before. Uh, I have played Liam, who's one of the other guys. Ah, he's playing Necrons, man. Like, you know, I'll be like, oh no. guy. <laughs> he, he knows he knows what he brought. Um, I ended up being the third seed in the ITC rankings and second seed in public voting. So that is name recognition getting out there, guys. Thank you so much. Gutted I didn't beat Manny, but I also understand why I didn't. Uh <laughs> But yeah, that, that's some solid name recognition line. There's some good players on the list, so uh, to have enough people who know your name and nobody else's, it's great. Yeah. So, yeah. thank you very much. That, that's how you meant to wield clout, I figure. Yeah, you need uh, you need more post-game selfies to get you up there. <laughs> I don't use enough hashtags, that's what it more, is. More post-game ah. selfies with, with, like, food afterwards, apparently. Yeah, Based nobody nobody wants page. to see what I eat after a tournament, man. That is <laughs> no, you don't. Just me sad in a McDonald's. <laughs> like, it's not what you need. <laughs> like, even if I won, even if I won, I'll just be sat there, my two burgers and a twenty of nuggets. Like it was only seventy p more than the nine. <laughs> Look, man, that's how they that's how they get you. They're like, yeah, if you spend seventy more cents, you get twice the nuggets. But I only wanted six. <laughs> Yeah. Well, now you're eating twenty. Hope it's just like so efficiency, whether it's fast food or GSC. It's so it's so insidious. It's like do you want to go from 30 p to go from six to nine, and then it's only seventy p to go from nine to twenty. It's like what's it from twenty to forty? Uh, we we don't sell forty, mate. So it's oh, double. weak. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we I'm only need... the size I am and not much bigger. Is the, we stop at 20. Yeah, that makes sense. Nobody's selling for 40 chicken nuggets. That's... Do WTC scoring even on their nuggets. <laughs> that's how we are that's how we're efficient, mate. You that's what you do. Whenever me and Chris go to a tournament, we split the box based on how we uh how we played in the line in the last round. Uh, Chris doesn't get to eat. Um... <laughs> that's why Chris is so skinny and you're not. All the differential. Focus. Don't make another <laughs> joke. Just keep it moving. How about we just move into the meta that is before it becomes the meta that was? Let's move on to the stats section and let Nathan. <laughs> Technically, we are soon... never. We are always reporting on yes. outdated information. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I can't. I can't prognosticate the future. It's true. Well, it's also very difficult <laughs> you... to talk about the present because it becomes the past shortly after. Technically, even, before you've even said it, your information is yep. outdated because it takes that long yeah. to say. By the by, the time it even gets processed by my brain, it's already the past. Yes. So what we're actually saying is, Votan are outdated already. Move on, kids. Yep. Six months from now, God, I can't every other meta so is going to be fine. Ugh. If only people didn't know what nine basilisks did to world eaters. No. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
forgot. I forgot that there's a World Series <laughs> Codex coming. I think you know you uh, did too. I I think they did forget. They all yeah, they're just Come really on. angry about Cadia. <laughs> Watch the artillery guns actually fire from st uh, strategic reserves. That's like, right, man. They're they're gonna re they're gonna reset the 40k universe and bring Cadia back before Guard get a codex. So don't worry about it. Cadians are gonna are gonna be sick. Yeah, they're gonna die. Twelve inches up the deployment zone instead of six. Like they will be, they will be sick in that they will be in that they will be casualties. They'll be listed among the sick and the dead. Let All right, uh, meta, meta reporting. This was a really slow weekend, and I was really busy, so I didn't do a lot of analysis for this weekend. Suffice it to say, there were only four events tracked, so there's not a lot of player numbers. And there's not a lot of data to go off of for just this week. Our weak leader, though, for 10 or more players playing a faction is Tau, who won a, a grand 65.1% of their games, which is quite something. Uh, they beat out Harlequins at 61.5. Only had five players, but Chaos Soup at 59.7. Tyranids at 58.6, obviously dead. Dead faction, mate. Completely unplayable. Sisters at 57.7. Necrons at 55.6 and Chaos Space Marines at 52.1. Demons also kind of popped back. Uh, there were 16 players this weekend, which is kind of a nice hop. They hopped up to 5.6% of the meta and they had a 51.2% win rate this weekend. So we're seeing demons kind of popping back up from 0.4% of the meta to 5, you know, just a cool over 10 fold increase in representation they couldn't go further to fair, down so <laughs> it's true it was really hard to go further down it but i do want to say this just because i find it kind of funny in second place for factions although there were only eight players was astra militarum at 61.6 percent win rate but they only had eight players so it's not really like a whole lot to talk about there yeah. i do think it's funny though and at the bottom is Adeptus Mechanicus at 31.3% with just three players for the whole weekend? If you can't be balanced, you have to be bad. Yeah. And, and bad is where you get to be. Suck and it, Admech. The second place pure faction is our friendly elves, the Asriani or Craftworld Eldar, who just stayed out of the being 10 or more players at nine players and had a 36% win rate. But don't worry, the worst faction with at least 10 players was Space Marines at 42 players. And the Space Marines had a 39% win rate. Um, and had a 15% meta representation over the weekend. So don't worry, Power Armor folks. You're still the worst. No matter what. Space Marines definitely are an army that exists. Yep, I will say one other thing. I talked a little bit about this last week, but I only had numbers through the 4th, and now I have the numbers through the 11th. So I'll just share my screen real quick so everybody can kind of see what I was going to talk about. We'll have meta dashboard stuff up a little bit later this week. Just a few things have been delayed. So as you can see, the meta has kind of flattened a little bit. So it's kind of just in the well, same state that, that it's been. Numbers. What do you want? To, what are you talking about now? Number. Look at it right up on the pack. Best army in the game. Do you know why forces is? Uh, <laughs> do you know why forces is hidden though? Is mass sponsored by Bethpod? Oh, <laughs> That's partially true. That is the only Discord where it gets any rep. Yep. So there's only 21 games played of it. 
So we've hidden it a little bit because there are so few games played. It just like Titanicus Tratoris and Adeptus Titanicus. <laughs> yeah. Forces of the Hive Minded Titanicus Tratoris are about the same in my estimation, so that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Both of them are garbage. I think about them equally when somebody ready has for one of them a lot. I'm I'm going to assume it pretty much depends on whether or not you think that you get all of your high fleet adaptations or not in a mixed list of forces. You don't. It's fine, but whatever. But some people think you do, and so that's probably got something to do with the win rate there. Otherwise, it depends how much what better you, you see... are than everyone that plays near you, right? True. If you are a big fish in a little pond, you're probably doing pretty well with it as well. Um, otherwise, the meta's pretty stable right now. I mean, we all know kind of the top performing factions and kind of the middle performing factions. There's a lot of open room right now for factions to win GT or larger events. Um, and we see that in the week to week numbers. I mean, you can see that in the fact that Guard have performed relatively well as of late. Otherwise, it's pretty stable going into Votan, um, which is probably something that we're going to talk about further on this is how Votan are going to impact. I have, I have a follow up for you, though, Nathan. Um, do you have What's an up? umbrella? Because it does say that, it's a, that there's rain coming. Oh, I mean, I'm inside. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you want to see some more stuff from my screen? There you go. It is some real professional shit. Thank you. Cool. It's, uh, it's worth welcome. confirming. So uh, I just, I want, I want to make sure that you're not getting a cold, man. Like just. No, yeah. it's actually quite warm here. All things okay. considered. It's I'm 84 not, degrees and humid. I, I take heart from that. Thank you. <laughs> Fortunately, unlike in the UK, we have air conditioning in this country or at least fans. Well, they have, no, we have fans all over the world. Just in parts of it. Yeah. Ennis mm. also super doesn't need air conditioning because I was there when it was supposed to be super hot and it was entirely fine. It wasn't was that it, bad when you were here. Was it like it was 70 like... degrees or something like that? Like a nice standard room <laughs> no, joint no. or something? I, I actually <laughs> don't remember. Yeah, it was, it, it was, it <laughs> felt like it was 70, but everywhere it just said that it was like 19 or 20. So. Fair. All right. So do we want to talk about why we're sad about Votan? Again? I don't know. Oh, it feels God. like we need to have this conversation again. Because a bunch okay. of people on the internet are telling us that we're wrong and that everything that we think about this Votan yeah, but nobody situation nobody matters saying that, right? Can we start on a positive note? Is that okay? Can we do that? Yeah, yeah. let's do that. Okay. Shout out to the... German TOs who have had the foresight and the knowledge and the fucking stones to ban this book before it comes in and just wrecks what is a reasonable meta. Um, I mean, they are just doing no FAQ, no play. They're that's not, not what it said. That's what I understand from speaking to some people in that scene. Um, that's not what it said. They said yeah. they'll review it after it is nerfed. <laughs> so fair enough um i think no faqs no play is a reasonable thing i'd actually like to see things make it through a data sleep before they get played it but faqs is a short enough bump that like that's fine too mostly i just don't think that release votan should be allowed to be played in what is otherwise a reasonable meta because i think it ruins what is a good thing that we have going right now especially in a post slate that's coming world um it's really frustrating um but it is really cool to see a significant portion of a fairly large community take the steps 
to do something about it. And so, I wanted to just applaud and shout out that effort. I uh, I can't find it at all. But I, back in eighth edition, I made I made a meme, and I was very proud of it. It's the do you know the one where it's like the little dog who's like super buff, and then the dog where he's like super sad. And it was just yeah. The community in seventh edition, the community in eighth edition. In eighth edition, everybody collectively lost their balls and stopped changing the rules. We we're like, nah, GW you got it right this time. Um, ITC and F- ITC and FLG in seventh edition just straight up like said. Fuck the game, we're going to rewrite it. And then they did, and it was, to some definitions, better. Uh, I think the, the other major formats, like Nova and WC or ETC at the time, did as well. They rewrote it in other ways. And then in 8th edition, everybody went, we just play the game rules, and then it's been bad since. Um, yeah. I feel like calling 7th good and 8th bad is a little controversial, but... No, no, the 7th core rules, yeah, no, down, down with you on that one. But, like, the community said... Right, why don't we make this better rather than just accepting the status quo? Uh, the community completely right. lost the okay, balls of doing saying. that in 8th edition. Uh, yeah. And then just went, oh, I think we'll just would... play book missions. And then they didn't even do that properly. So, Yeah, I would like to see a return to at least some of that um, now, specifically for this. Um, I think it's important. I think it helps a lot. And I think they deserve a lot of praise for doing it. And that's how I feel. Agile Tio is the thing I really like to see. But Shall Anthony, rather than... they didn't ban any of the other factions. Why should we start banning factions now? Holy fucking shit. Okay. So... If one more person says this to me, I've run out of ability to be nice about this. This army is not Jukari. It's not Admac. It's not Tau. It's not Custom. It's not Harleys, it's not Nids. This army is better than all of those armies. Calling things broken, all equal, is wrong and stupid. And people need to stop doing that. No, I don't care how good you are if you play an equal skill player on Votan. When you don't play them, you're going to fucking lose and i don't care what happens in the game or what you do or whatever it does not matter you're going to lose unless they make an egregious mistake or seven to the point that they do not at that point deserve to be called equal skill to you i am a notorious meta whore i will play the strongest thing always except in this situation i played jukari and lost on mirrors i played harleys nids all of them and lost on mirrors i would be astonished if i lost a non-mirror as leagues of otan they are very different and it is beyond frustrating to listen to oh well we've had broken stuff before it's not the same thing Please stop saying that. The one, so I saw a Twitter poll from uh, Mikey at House on Wargaming who just posted, uh, 50-50 folk, would Leagues of Voltan still be broken if judgment tokens just didn't exist? Uh, dude, you could remove the yeah, entire mechanic. That, exactly. They would still be the best army in the game if you removed that mechanic. Yep. Uh, it's insanity. The army is beyond ridiculous. I, I don't understand how they've shipped in this state. and It's going to be very funny. Shall we, in a productive manner, talk about 
what TOs and communities can do to mitigate Rotan for the time being. Yeah, 100%. Sure. There's definitely a lot of stuff you can do. Um, I think one so of the easiest things you can do just early on is if you have, like, a player base is you can say no play until FAQ. Like, that's the easiest, gentlest, and, like, softest delay if you're concerned about how, like, a soft ban or a ban would be perceived among your community or something like that. Personally, one of the ways I've seen integrating it as well is like banning models that just aren't released yet. So like people can't play 3D printed or proxied land fortresses at events and no conversions of those models will be accepted until those models are accepted in the wild. So or like the, the three carriage on overlord overlords frigates I just bought are not going to be... <laughs> Correct. So some events just won't allow those types of things is another one that I've heard of. Um, I personally support a ban until it's fixed because I don't think the first FAQ ever really adjusts for balance. Like the first FAQ adjusts for weird rules interpretations and sometimes fixes things like razor flails attacks exploding forever essentially and stuff like that the first jukari faq killed techno like they do adjust things sometimes but they haven't That's actually true. done that since then so right. i just worry that an faq wouldn't touch on like the multi multiple factors because like we just mentioned it's not just judgment tokens the whole army is probably like 25% under-costed, given the mechanics that are on each of the data sheets. So as an example, this morning I watched what was a custom league with no traits to buff output in any way, shape, or form on what I considered their like third or fourth best build as Votan, which is many sags and a bunch of berserkers in them, and basically nothing else on the list. Sprint a Necron army to death in two turns like necrons scored like 30 points in the game like <laughs> that is wild like nothing else does that <laughs> N nits do that not really N nits can do that i don't think that's egregious i'm not on their fourth best build bro it's only half one build what are you on about okay so <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I get you, I get you. You don't get to make this level of, like, non-optimal output choices in other armies and still just bully blast people off the table. Like, that's not a thing that happens. Um, Yeah. And, like, I use tabling people as an example because when you're tabling your opponent, it's almost an issue of, like, disparity, right? It's power disparity um it's not like you're like scoring a million and doing some cool thing um yeah it's just you just get rickrolled and that's that's strength and that's again in there i can't stress this enough and like they're like not the first not the second not the third like way deep in the power tree levels of build uh it's frustrating that makes sense Innis, what would you do and what do you think about attempts to temporarily ban or hold until FAQ. You want to play dwarves, you don't get kneecaps. You got to play without your kneecaps. You got to crouch down at the table, play play kneeling the entire time. Do and I then, have to do that? Yeah, everybody. Oh. You got to go to go down to dwarf so fight. Um I think that would solve it because none of them would be able to see the table. And then you could probably beat them over five turns if they can't roll dice. 
Oh, maybe. <laughs> I like that that's a maybe for you, Anthony, rather than just like, yeah. Um, no, I think genuinely the – first of all, the, the splash release doesn't count as the release. They can't, can't play them until the actual book is out. This is a pre-order book. Nothing. You, uh, it just doesn't get to get played at the moment because the book is not officially out yet. And then, yeah, I, I, I have been a proponent of no, no data slate, no play for a while. But the, the issue I have with no data slate, no play is when do we agree an army is fixed, right? Like, Nids have been through a data slate. Would you call Nids fixed? I know it's a less outstanding creature. It's a less outstanding, less bad representative of that. But I wouldn't say Nids are particularly balanced. Same with Harlequin. So they've both been through one and two data slates, respectively. I feel okay playing against and beating. Like, if I play against a bad Nids player, a bad Harlequins player, I'm going to suplex them into the ground. Like, the I, I could play against a bad Leagues player and just get rolled for free. Uh, similarly, like, on even on release, if you played against a bad Clowns player or a bad Nids player, you would throw them well, into the dumpster. I'm not, not disputing that. I'm just saying, but, like, where do we draw the line of? If, if the German meta is saying, no, uh, like, we will review after they are nerfed. How yeah. do, we, how do we review when nerfed is enough? Because there, you have to draw a line somewhere. Yeah, and I don't know how to do that or what that is. I know that I like the current implementation where it's like, at least make it to a data slate. Yeah. I think, too, though, that, like, as described now, it's not just Tyranids and Harlequins winning events, at least. It's not even just Necrons winning events. And people talk about Necrons, no, matter, especially matter. at top-level okay. play. No. And I think they're even though the win rates for those factions are high, the percentage of other lists that can still win at events is also high. That doesn't mean that those factions are perfect, but they're definitely like toned down to the point where if you play into an equally skilled player and your list isn't like horrifically being skewed against or something like that, you have a chance to win in that matchup. Yeah. I think I would actually, sorry. Uh, Sorry. I was going to say that I think that, so post-Votan release, if you let Votan run free in your meta and you have Votan players showing up to and not winning at events, that's actually more of a condemnation of the strength of the group than it is, like, the Votan players at the event than it is anything else. Like, I don't actually, like, we'll see it. It'll happen. Like, there'll be events even after Votan come out where they're allowed and they're fully legal. But they'll be piloted by people that are less experienced or less skilled at the game and they won't win and people will be like see over there in blah, blah, blah land it didn't even win it'll be really funny when like the the best the best voton player on the planet coin flips the mirror gets beat and then that voton player loses to random chuckle fucking harlequins that outscored him for five turns yep and then doesn't win the tournament and it's like yep that'll definitely happen yeah. uh yep there, there's also like a point to be made that even at like the highest of highs for factions, like even Harlequins only ever hit barely under an 80% win rate and still weren't winning every event. Barely. They were barely under, yeah. It was like half a percent or something like that. Maybe 0.3, I can't remember exactly. It was real close. It was, it was very close, but the underlying statement there is just like, even at that point, Harlequins were not winning everything. They were winning most of the things at that point. Yeah. But not it's still everything. really difficult to win a tournament, guys. Like, don't, yeah. like, you I think gotta get lucky something to win that's any tournament. 
I think there's actually something that's like worth briefly touching on is like what goes in to people who have won more tournaments than me because I have won one GT level event and it was not the same as like the kinds of competition that you guys face on the regular is like what goes into how either of you wins an event and like what kind of things have to go right or like what kind of things do you have to plan for as you go through an event you want to go first big boy as you've won super majors and i haven't <laughs> sure <laughs> um you're going to play at least one game where you coin flipped it like it's going to happen there's going to be a game that you had to go first and you went first um there's going to be probably quite a few of those there's going to be games where you know, the uh, the unbelievable luck happened and everything like that, especially when you're talking like the seven, eight, nine, ten round events, the, the level of players you're playing against and the level of just sheer amount of time there is for dumb shit to happen in a game of 40k just draws exponentially to the point where something dumb is going to happen in one of your games and it's going to decide it. Um, I played a game against my game against Kyle at uh, Newcastle. I failed a six and charge reroll with my hive tyrant, stood in front of a tower army, and then didn't die as it to the last, stood in front of two hammerheads and two squads of crisis suits. Shouldn't happen. Definitely did. Uh, <laughs> Too late now. We're here. It's like, yep, definitely won that game anyway. Um, yeah, you will play so many games like that over the course of a GT. You have to get lucky to win. Outside of like RTTs and events where you are significantly more skilled than anybody you play against, and even then, there's still aspects of this because you can just get coin flipped yeah. on yourself. Where if you want to win a tournament, at some point down the line, you have to get at least a little bit lucky. Um, you just can't you can't win a tournament with pure skill. It just isn't really a thing, um, unless you are just so significantly better than everybody you're playing against. At which point, winning is like okay, cool. Yeah, it's like okay, sure. Like if I show up to my local RTT, I'm not particularly worried about whether I'm going to go two and one or three and zero. Oh. I, I will go one of those. If I get unlucky, it's that that's the difference. Whereas if I am going to a GT or a major, I'm trying to get lucky to get to the you know the five and zero on top of the bracket or the seven and zero. That that's the difference. Uh, it's just the scale of where the luck is. Yeah. So for me, I would say I, I usually go four and one or five and zero a GT event. It's do I get the luck to go five and zero or four and one? Whereas an RTT, you know. It's do I get the bad luck to go two and one, whereas I'm expecting to go three and all, and then that scales up as you go down events, uh, and the more skilled your opponents are. Yep, that makes sense. Also, it depends to some degree on like what you're playing, right? Like I had Cherokee yeah, as my shining example of this. Like I took good stuff to Kari when I thought that it was still enough, um, and I was wrong. So like those pre-event gambles that you take sometimes are wildly incorrect. Yeah, and you, you also up... got. Sorry. So, and you end up with a really rough path. Like, my path at Cherokee was something like Custodes, Crusher, Tau, Crusher, Custodes, or something like that. And then, like, Eldar Artillery. Like, that's a really bad path. And sometimes you end up with a path that a friend of mine had, which was, like, pre-buff Necrons, Templars. He was playing Custodes. He just big boy time, rolling through orcs, like, having a grand old time. And that's sometimes the path that you get to top eight. Like, you don't have any control over that. As a player, it's on you to play the game that's in front of you, but a lot goes into consistent tournament wins. Yeah. There's sometimes also a luck. degree... Sorry, I keep doing this. Uh, there's a degree of the meta at the top tables is not the, is not always the meta at the tournament. And if you're prepped for the meta at the top of the tournament and you draw one of those mid-table matchups round one or round two, or you lose an early round, you end up in those mid-tables. It used to be one of those things where, like, if you played Horde Orcs in 8th edition, uh, if you won your first two games, you were set. 
If you lost the game, yep. you played the guy with 18 aggressions in Gullivan. <laughs> and yep. it's like, oh no, I should not be down here because that's it, down here. It's like also, walking to the basement with a horrors lurk. You have like the uh, example of that is Nick Nanavati YOLOing white scars at an event some... and immediately going into like his worst matchup, basically, right? In like the first round or second round, and then losing right away. Yep. Because he literally fell into a hard counter at that would normally not be paired. He would normally round two of an eight hundred person GT. Somebody's got to play your hard. Somebody's got to play the hard counters. There's so yep. many games going on. It was you, buddy. That that's the luck thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> there is no no event that you will ever win without some degree of luck being on your side. Uh, it yep. doesn't always have to be a lot, but the bigger the event, the more luck you need to have to win it. Yep, hundred percent. So there you go, folks. Or play Voltan. But you need to. Be I was going to say, unless you play, play Voltan. Voltan. <laughs> In which case, the only the only degree luck will matter is how many times you've played the mirror, mm-hmm. and how many six ups you can roll. <laughs> I mean, you don't really roll six ups in the mirror. You kind of just get mortaled to death, or you roll four ups. Who is who's playing beams versus who is playing the railguns on their hackathon land fortresses? I mean, beams win that every time. Like, I can't even imagine winning that as rails because one of your three rails, assuming all of them hit wound or whatever, gets blanked. Mm-hmm. Cool. No, no, you play one one rail, two beams, and the rail just sits at the back and doesn't have to go forward and doesn't get move blocked. <laughs> if you're playing a lot of terrain, it's actually kind of nice. That one I that actually have to walk through. I actually quite like Vic's uh, two fortress, one hearthguard unit build too. That's also really strong. With warp strike, it like just ruins a bunch of the matchups that have like deep strike charge chances into you. You're just like, no. <laughs> what if you just didn't get to do that, buddy? Yeah, no. You see, like GSC is like a maybe matchup because we don't really know. You're like, yeah, fuck that. I might just think a GSC deep strike within twelve of you if they don't have, if they don't want to. But like, what if you? They can't loop your objectives or anything then. Like, it's just like, no, we're not. How does that work exactly, though? How does Vic's tech for that situation work precisely? It's just so, a 12 inch deep strike relic. On okay. a 10 man squad. Oh, yeah. Fair. 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 Big, ten, big ten bubble. Of, 10 months of Terminators. And yeah. a big old bubble of no deep striking near me. Yeah. Yeah. Minus one damage, Terminators. Yeah. Minus one damage on two deep. wounds is basically like worse than three wounds. So, yeah, whatever. I don't know about that, man. It it probably usually is, but like, man, there's a bunch of damage too. That real upset about that. No, so two, so it takes two damage twos <laughs> to kill a two wound model with minus one damage, or two damage twos to kill a three wound model. It literally doesn't doesn't matter. How does that work with uh, feel no pains? Feel no pains are the only thing that changes that much. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't right, change but it. Like a feel no pain on that unit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know, but it doesn't change it that much. Right, let's do something like moving on. Sure. Uh, if you want to do the plugs real quick, and then we'll transition. Yeah, let's do the let's do the plugs. Hey, everybody! You've been listening to our show. That means you're probably enjoying it. That means you could probably do something like help us out. We'd really appreciate it if you would chuck something like a like or a comment or even a subscription on our YouTube page or our Twitch. Just hit the follow button. It's a really big help for us. If you're in a position to support us more, there are a couple of ways you can do that. The first is by showing up for the live stream every week at 11 p.m. UK and. 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard, 
Somebody said it's like 8 a.m. Australian Western time or whatever. I don't know. It's it's 6 p.m. Western Aussie. I don't know what Eastern Aussie is. I don't it's know. Not, it's not a real time. That you can find at youtube.com slash C slash statcheck or twitch.com slash statcheck 40k, I think it is. Uh, I don't know that. I don't know the Twitch one. That one's new to us. That one's new to us all. You can't blame me for that one. It's probably uh, LinkedIn chat. It's probably LinkedIn chat. Um, you can find all of that, all the information for that in our description. Uh, if you want to ask us questions, the best way to do it is to either be in the live stream or be in our Discord. Uh, to be in our Discord, all you have to do is chuck us $5 a month at patreon.com slash statcheck. That gets you access to the Discord and the bonus content. Uh, we really appreciate everybody who helps us there. We are almost at 100 subscribers or 100 patrons, where I believe Nathan is going to be doing something like watching the SpongeBob movie with Chad. No, you're all doing it with me. You don't, you don't get to escape. You all have to come watch it too. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's the hundred person thing. Once we yeah, have okay. patrons, I'll drag everyone else along with me, including Cliff and Jeremy. Do I have everyone to be will get drink. No, we no, can drink. Definitely not. Wasn't asking about drinking, but okay. I mean, you don't. You, I mean, you can drink. <laughs> you can be high. I don't care. Yeah. We can make it into a game. Stat check does not officially does not support being high. Um, <laughs> What? It's legal in... Not legal where in I am. Two yeah, of the three places that we're talking about. Yeah. We only endorse it where it's legal. There you go. There you go. Cool. Um, yeah, no nose beers. Uh, only regular. No, no. This was a pot joke. Jesus Christ. Relax, you animal. <laughs> that is illegal here. We don't, we're don't. we not talking about that. Yeah. Just have an edible. Maybe smoke some reefer. Be happy. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure the people who made the SpongeBob movie were doing that. I mean, like I've seen it many times because I was a child when SpongeBob existed. Nathan, as a 85 year old, uh, I'm assuming it will be new to you. Yeah, he felt like a 50 year old man this weekend just because of time, not vaccines. <laughs> Nathan, how is it minute. that you you've seen some Sponge some amount of SpongeBob, right? Do you want to run us for us to the super quick explanation? Oh, he's yep. going. Nathan's running away for five minutes, so he now you guys are locked wanted to get away from the SpongeBob. Nathan's only seen SpongeBob in Spanish. Um, that's, yeah. that's, 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 <laughs> <Which> is... <laughs> the, that's my favorite Nathan fact, by the way. I think whenever, because he's not here to hear this now, I think whenever we go to queue up the SpongeBob movie, we should do that, but it plays the Spanish version, and we just watch him. <laughs> we make him explain it to us as we're going. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. No much. subtitles, like nothing. Just... And Nathan, you got to live narrate this for us. Every yeah, time yeah. you get a translate something wrong, drink. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sure that wouldn't go horribly, horribly wrong or anything like that. Maybe. Oh, right, Anthony. Because since we're waiting for Nathan to get back before we jump into questions, what can be both at? What what what's got a shot? Okay, all right. So I'm gonna preface this with "got a shot" looks like a really outside chance if you're a lot better than your opponent. That's fine. I got so, that bit sorted. Yeah. So if Innes is playing in Scotland and he wants to beat Votan. It's Mortal Wound Nids. It's Harlequins. And that's fucking it. Um, and <laughs> those are super likely to get nerfed in the coming slate, I imagine. So... Yep. Uh, that's why I asked. <laughs> oh, and maybe Creations of Pile. <laughs> God, that, does that, the, that combat phase devolves into shit real fast, right? Have like, you seen that happen yet? Versus Berserk. Yeah, mate, 
buddy, I played seventh edition. I've seen Yunari take turns at each other's turns. You ain't got nothing on this. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I just meant in general. Like, have you seen that specific matchup yet? It's pretty funny. No, I haven't. Um, because the like things that are usually used by Creations of the Pile aren't super consistent melee, it gets like extra nonsensey. Because like like possessed either do like sixty damage or like four to unit of Zerks. So it's just like wee. No one knows what's gonna happen. Um, just yeah, it's the wheel. Yeah, that matchup's a mess. Um, that's one of the things I would consider taking to Coventry if it goes unnerfed as pile. Um, just because like they have like an outside chance into Votan, and maybe I'll play people that are worse than me in the first couple rounds. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to tune an Emperor's Children build to get close. Like a couple of the games I've played with Votan have been fairly close, but they've not been into what I consider the best builds. Um, so I think that having access to a psychic secondary goes a long way because they have a hard time stopping you and they want line of sight for certain things, which usually forces them closer to you. So like you have some level of like you can psychic interrogate, I guess. Um, Abaddon, like Mooncap stuff is legitimately a bit of an issue for them. Like Abaddon is really strong into them. Um, but how much it matters versus how much it doesn't and how individually experienced you are with leveraging a combat character that's really important is also a huge deal there. So, and then sometimes you can just get scammed because they have influence. Probably not. <laughs> um, maybe if they buff Necrons again and let Catan get <laughs> chapter tactics. <laughs> Uh, then, then maybe, but I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to do that, mate. So maybe, maybe Catan's the next thing. They get core and Necrons. Um, <laughs> Somehow this army's still at a 45% win rate. How do we get yeah, it? I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> <laughs> they changed parts of the army to also have a neutral zone count clause. You get a six points on turn one if you go first. Yeah, sure. Uh, if you're, a, yeah, I guess. They're going to count the little center bit from uh, Death and Seal as an extra quarter. From every inch of the board that your opponent doesn't have models on, you get a point. Fuck it. <laughs> you just play a play a playlist where uh, every time your opponent puts an ancestor token on something, you send it back into reserve so they drop us point on the secondary at the end of the game. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I uh, three scots super hawks with this on it. They got in reserve till turn five, buddy. Bye. Yeah. Um. I'm, so I'm, I'm like, not not feeling overly optimistic from what you've said. No, you shouldn't be. It's a bad thing. Like, a bad thing is about to happen. We shouldn't be optimistic about a bad thing happening, and the fake optimism I see in the community is really annoying me, because I am very optimistic as long as there's, like, even a vague reason to be, but I think we should be open and honest when things are just kind of shitty. Yeah, because they weren't the same level of broken. Also, I didn't have a platform back then. No one should have listened to me back then. (laughs) We didn't. I know, because I was... Saying anything, but Anthony, somebody didn't help me when I broke my legs. Why should we help you when you're breaking your legs? Jesus, yeah. The next but, person that tells me something like that, I might break their legs. All I'm saying <laughs> is, you need to look in your codex, find the meta counters, and just play them. Just stop trying to get under and just look for the auto cannons, <laughs> look for the chain swords. Is that like between crusade and detachment rules? Is that meta just, counters? Is yeah, that if, you, if you can open one of the crusade pages, in, the oh, there's a, in case of Votan, break that's, glass. That's and it's why, where, yeah, it's where every turn of warrior gets the Reaper of Blitterax. Uh, 
that's really why the UK is six months ahead of us is because they've found the secret to peeling they those two pages apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've got a, they've got, it's actually, it's all with like the British version of English with all the U's and color and stuff like that. So Americans <laughs> just can't read it. <laughs> they just can't yeah, process it. What you actually got to do is if you go through and you press every, every letter that isn't there in the, in the American English version, they, uh, they, they open a secret code uh, oh, that downloads it, the new codex to your app. It gets you the nice version of the app too, where the army builder works and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like just that. Wikipedia, <laughs> but it's offline. That was a good one. So, so what I'm hearing is that mortal wounds, and then mortal maybe... wounds, and also be Leviathan tanky. Uh, yeah, okay. I feel like every time I explain what beats Votan. People take it and then like exaggerate it a whole bunch and then go, this is how you beat Votan. Like the things I'm saying are what you need to have like a semblance of a chance against a player that is much worse than you. This isn't like mortal wounds, question marks, victory. This is like mortal wounds, eight other steps, question marks, 15-5 in their favor. Like this isn't <laughs> good. <laughs> But what if my death jester does a real good job and picks up that high call on the first turn? What if that happens, Anthony? Dude, they could not deploy him and let him die in deep strike. Okay, but Anthony, you have to consider, right? What if I'm way better and I don't let their beams hit more than one unit at a time? Are you not going to put any units on the on the board or on the objectives? Or not go on the, or not kill any. No, no, I'm just a good player, so I don't, my units, my units are perfectly spaced so that any beam will just, like, fucking matrix through the middle of any models, uh, regardless of where the tank is. Well, I would say that you should have And I'll just cheat and move, I'll just cheat and move them in between. Like, the guy starts moving his models, I'll just drop a book on my models, be like, I'll just set them back up again so the beam, like, doesn't cross them. Uh, that's, similar that's to, or dissimilar to being to being tri-pointed and then getting out of the tri-point via magic listen bro we can all break out the tactical water bottle but like I don't know that that's going to save us <laughs> in this brave new world like it's not what you yeah. think Look, Aaron says play a single warhound titan to counter beams there that are works. no models to, there are no models have... to overlap who are you going to do with the beams? Honestly, expectations lead to resentment. And when you play a single Titan, you have no expectation of success. And that might just be what we need to play against Votan. No expectations. True. Also, like, another thing that I just want to, like, get out of the way really fast. Because, like, people keep being like, good players will find a way around Votan. And every single person that I talk to that I know to be a good player is just going to fucking play Votan, and that's us getting a lot Yeah. Like, it's not a thing. Like, there's not going to be, like, mystical, faction-loyal good players. Eric will find a list. I mean, there will be a few. That's There's always <laughs> at least Eric, But Eric will, and only he will make it work. Yeah, Eric's going to play, like, 120 fucking ripper swarms or some stupid shit that doesn't make sense to mortal minds but for the rest of us down here at the base of mount olympus 
We're going to have a real problem with this. Okay, shall we move on to listener questions? Because yeah, this is making me sad. This is reminding us of like reminding me of like the mid the middle Fight Club episodes where the meta was just hell, and it's just like, what do we talk about for six episodes in a row? And, and even that was better than this will be. <laughs> at least there we could talk. I, I don't about know, man. I, at least I'm playing Votan this time instead of watching Tao and Customs ruin the game. You were playing Crusher, exactly, <laughs> and it was really stressful for me. <laughs> At least we could, at least we could play like we could talk about three factions. We could so, talk about Crusher. Hey, and there was only like about three Tau. of us doing well with we Crusher. We could talk about like Custodes. Like we could talk about three things, even if they were always the same, except for one or two things. Like occasionally, that Emperor's chosen Custodes guy took. A unit of terminators instead of something else. Oh God, when we were doing list reviews, it's like, how do I find the one thing that's different in this emperor's chosen? <laughs> I'm list? so happy we don't do that anymore. I did yeah, so much copy pasting when I was so writing those stats that. articles, though. I was like, man, this are uh, this uh, army list is all the same except for this guy has one relic difference than that other relic guy. I'm objectively a better person because I don't have to try and understand why a platinum versus the Praetorian plate matters. Oh, Please <laughs> don't make me. Doesn't. Why are you yeah, making? You have to say something, guy? buddy. Yeah. This is really cool because now this Terminator guy with the Praetorian plate can zip around the board instead. Do you remember when we were stressed about whether cool. that counted as a adventure or not? And now it's just like, yeah, so Beam's deleted my army. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't I got with it. I tried to play the mission at all and tried to take one objective not in my home deployment zone, and I died to Beam's instantaneously. That's right. This is where my uh, oops, triple hive turret list comes back. It's all bodyguarded, bro. When you get a Beam, when you get a Beam, bro. It's going to Beam the Tyrant Guard. Well, the reality of the site. I'm not deploying them, in, deploying them in light of sight, you moron. You're never gonna, <laughs> you're never gonna leave your deployment zone. You're just exactly, gonna... but I'll take a psychic secondary. I'll take banners. I think you might be ready for Art of War in us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take, I'll, I'll take the psychic secondary. I'll take banners, and then I'll not pick a third secondary because they're all terrible. And then I'll lose fifty-five. <laughs> Innis is just gonna take a triple patrol. Each one is gonna have gargoyle, five tyrant, and five tyrant guard. <laughs> Naturalized, they're, they're all going to be a rocket dimension in case he tries to take an objective guard. off me. And three units of ten gargoyles that can drop down R&D and then die. <laughs> gargoyles don't natively deep strike, bro. No, I know, but it'll be okay. Oh. Uh, Every turn, have... that's where his CP goes. He's yeah. just encircling <laughs> the prey. <laughs> no, you just strat reserve all three squads. Come on. <laughs> it's not like the Votan will screen you. Well, the first one will start in the zone. It's not so like that they'll I can just shoot you when you come in. <laughs> oh, no. Or this is some serious, serious cope, though, at this point when we're talking about 15 Terra Guard, 30 Garcoils. It's all right, because you can't even run the naturalized camel build to give them all two up safe because we'll not ignore cover. So, yep. Mm. yep they, Don't even I mean, pick I was going to say you should just if run it as a force. You can't score less than zero on it. That is true. Now you just run it as a forces build and double all your bonuses. I'll just play forces. I'm not like I'm going to get the invulnerable save anyway against Magna Rails. <laughs> I hurt Anthony, and that's okay. It's okay. 
Let's transition to questions while Anthony recovers from the psychological damage he just received. I don't want to let him. I want to keep my own just so we can break him. So, Anthony, do you reckon the 20 points to upgrade uh, all of your guns by one strength and make them all beam weapons is good? Or do you think that 20 points is overrated? Because I keep hearing lists that don't have it. Wait, actually, this is something that's just really funny. So, I think, actually, one of the first FAQs to come out is going to be a buff to fortresses. Because they should have three shots. Because they don't have enough shots on their bolt cannons on the data sheet. So, that's going to happen, and people's heads are going to just explode off their shoulders. Because of the extra bolt cannon shot on the table, obviously. That's right. Well, it'd be an extra four because mm-hmm. they have four of them. Right. Yeah, they'll go up to cannon. 18 damage, two shots each. Yep. Or oh, beams. Top of the primary gun. Well, no, you have to lose beams to get those. Yes. Yeah, I know. You get or beams, right? You get to choose. Imagine you can take both. Oh, man. You, you can. Imagine... You can take half and half. It's true. I, wish you, I wish you could just take like four and four. Like you could just pay extra to be like, I have both. I have four sets of bolt cannons, four sets of beams, and a giant beam cannon on top. Yeah, let's just get this over with faster. I think. What do you reckon? What do you reckon the first faction to get transhuman on fives is going to be? I don't know. Custodies. Probably the next set of space marines. Like it'll it'll be custodies, and custodies players will still complain about it. Yeah, custodies players just complain. That's what they do. It'll cool. just be the next, the custodies armory of renown. Remember armies of renown? Can't wait till Vulcan gets one. What happened? Uh... <laughs> we don't need you to put that energy into the universe, but it'll be like Uth the Uthars Berserker veteran cohort. <laughs> it'll be Uthars league that will get it, which is I... the what plus one toughness one or whatever. No, that's no, they're, they're, the greater Thurian. He's actually got a good league. Yeah, greater Thurian's uh, like number two, number one, depending on who you speak to. Um, the, like, the thing that Votan players will have to min-max is how quickly they can speedrun your army. I think that'll be, that'll be no, the... No, 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 The thing Votan players will have to min-max is the mirror. Let's just take more beams. No, because they're not always better, they're just often better, but that's more of a product of Ymir, because Ymir gives you extra mortal wound output, which is a lot better in the mirror, there's a lot of... Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do questions before I let's actually... Let's do questions before my brain melts. Else. Why is Vince is the first question I just like to ask. I just want to I want to ask it. Why is Vince? Oh, we're taking questions from our Discord. If it's in show questions. <laughs> if you are not in there just now and you're in the chat, go and pop them there and we'll definitely get to them. Otherwise, we will try and take them from the chat before we finish in about half an hour. Um, so please do either of those two things. Okay, who is who is Vince? <laughs> Vince is, I'm assuming me, but typoed. <laughs> yeah, so there's a so somebody on Reddit posted uh, Vince from Star Trek, and we don't we don't have a Vince, so we we can only assume that they read violence as Vince. I think it was like a like an autocorrect thing where he wrote violence, and his phone was like, no one's called violence, and wrote Vince. <laughs> It's true. So yeah, uh, we've decided we now have actually enough people to do an entire an entire show of just Anthony's personas. We got Violence, Turbo, and Vince. Um, yep. Who I choose to believe is like the three stages. So like Violence is Anthony, like the Drakari player. Vince is him now, where he's like jaded to fuck. And then Turbo is him at WTC hating life. Um, so we've Aww. got like the before, the middle, and the end. Yeah, uh, three stages of Anthony. 
makes uh, it and then, like and then actually diary. just Anthony is is him from when he was like a disco lord player. What a sweet innocent boy Anthony was. <laughs> okay. oh, Most no. surprising faction player count to LGT. I was kind of shocked there was 15 GSE players. That seemed high. That did seem high. I get that it's out of like 700, so there's going to be a lot. Uh, Demons at 40 was kind of weird. Uh, I was a little surprised that there were still so few AdMac players. I guess out of 700, I expected six. there to be a few more. And there were six, six, by the way. Six is, six is not a lot. Six Yanari as well, like... I expected there to be a bit more Yanari. People have been vaguely well, hyped about that. Well, what's the FAQ look like for Yanari for LTD? I don't know. Somebody's probably got to print it out. Yeah, so we got 61 Necrons, 53 Marines on top of 31 Blood Angels and 22 Space Wolves because those are the, and 30 Dark Angels because those are the only ones sad enough to put their faction as not Space Marines. Uh, like White Scars players are better than that. Uh, they just make me sad because they think they're special because they have a supplement. Exactly. You're just a sub-faction, guys. You're just a sub-faction. You're not any better than Ymir or Leviathan or Sacred Rose. Uh, we got 48 Chaos Space Marines, 43 Terranids, so still quite good rep for Terranids. I expected that to be a little higher. I think that's probably surprising that it's not like second to Necrons outside of Space Marines. Lots of abandonment of the Nids over there since Galar gave them up. Or was talking about giving them up. Is Gaylor giving them up? Oh. I kind of wish I kind of I kind of wish I'd played them again. I was just kind of like I keep looking at this. I'm like, nah, this would be so much easier if I just had the Reaper to just go and win the game on turn one rather than having to think for two hours. Yeah, I mean the his podcast with Vic is really great. Actually, that's a thing people should listen to if they're interested yeah, in other high level Fireside Forty K, I believe. Fireside chat or something like that. It's really really good. Yeah, you should check that out. It's on YouTube and Spotify as well. I believe. Yeah, it's on Spotify. Um, I listen to it. So yeah, um, I'm not super surprised by anything. It all seems, seems kind of... 25 Harlequins is pretty low, but they're generally a, low, a pretty low player faction. Uh, Chaos Knights at 15, Imperial Knights at 34 was probably the only other one that I, I was like, oh, that's cool. Higher. Higher, yeah. yeah. Um, lots of people... I think people are just kind of decided that the Mortal Wound combo is better than Chaos Knights at this point. Which, which is funny I don't think it's wrong, but it is definitely a choice. Yeah. I don't the, the, the LGT boards are not super favorable for moving knights through the mid board. There's a lot of places where they can get jammed. Um, so Chaos Knights have a little bit oh, of, a, right. of a melee problem uh, with that, where they have to get a little closer, whereas Imperial Knights can just kind of vibe with Helverins a little better. The so UKTC format is real good for fast guns, though, and CK have lots of fast gun platforms. So, Yeah, for sure. I, there's definitely a lot of ways to do that <laughs> jeremy's pinging us because we are recommended in the uh the 4k fireside description on itunes i think oh that's funny <laughs> i mean Sorry, if we're... anybody else wants to recommend us in their podcast rec- like <laughs> it's stat check here. you're here already yeah, uh, you done it um back again with gsc list questions this how are you feeling listening to the lgt uh i'm feeling horrible but I always feel horrible about my list before a tournament, so I'm choosing not to believe it. I was terrible. I was terrified. My crusher list was terrible when I won Manchester, and I was terrified my Nizzle list was terrible when I won Newcastle. So don't don't take what I say in, seriously. And this has very strong imposter syndrome, if you can't tell, like very potent. It's potent. Probably not got the strongest self esteem. That's what that's what I keeps me around for. I'm like, no, you idiot, you're good. 
that's what yeah. all four of us really outside like in the stat jack room are for is to be like innis you're gonna do great every time every time i say i'm good i have a little bit of a oh a pain i shouldn't say that uh, yeah you just have to remember anthony will punch you every time that you say that to yourself that's fair uh yeah no i'm generally feeling pretty confident there's nothing that i've looked at so far that i'm like i can't play that if i play that racks list it's going to be a fucking tough game but other than that i'm like i can play anything that's going um which is nice, nice. that's where you want to be uh, but again, it's going to be luck. Like, if you're going to win 10 rounds in a row, you're going to have to get lucky sometimes, right? Yep. <laughs> we, we literally spoke about that earlier. Um, yeah. Why is Vince? Um... <laughs> we, we did explain the why of Vince. Okay. Spitball for a bit about the data slate and changes you would like to see as part of one. Nothing changed. Unnerf everything. Let's just take it to vote. Look, we see Votan. Let's go and fight God. Give me yeah, back I'm um, Nexus on Harpies. Give me give me back um, in circle. Yeah, fuck it. Um, just legalize Crusher. Unban yeah, Leviathan and Crusher. I will. Yeah. Let's go and fight God. I mean, we called him Godfucker. We gotta like, find out if he can do it or not. Yeah, he was the chosen one. How dare you stand two units next to each other? Yeah. How dare you stand anything in the vague board state, even in the same zip code as that man? <laughs> you know what they could do? You know what would make NIDS? Just one change that would let NIDS compete, like, without even undoing Transhuman fives. No. Remove the one tyrant per detachment clause. And give us back Crusher. Sure. But... Give me, give me back full uh, luck dice. Let's bring back right, Dark know. Tech, Demands of Liquid Fires, Artists of Flesh, plus two command points for patrols. <laughs> bring back completely unnerfed Admech. Give uh, my pain boys core. <laughs> I would unbox my pain engines so fast if they gave them core. I would play that at every <laughs> Remove the aircraft until limitation. the end of the edition. So I can play three harpies again. I can play three harpies <laughs> as it was always meant to be. Uh, <laughs> Let's do this and let's Whoa. do it properly. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> we, we can slow down a little bit. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Undo that and then make the harpies their old point cost so they'd be cheaper. Yeah, yeah. undo all the points nerfs. Um, net back to Nachman command points. Except for Votan. Votan have to play Nephilim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone else stranglehold to the last compact. But yeah. not for Volta. Back to 90 point Void Weavers with full full original transit and stuff like that, too. Yep. And Mirror Architects. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mirror oh, Architects. so bad. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying it's stay. great that you're four inches, like your four inches is so important, but your gun is six inches further away. Ah, that would be so good. Attack and kill God. That's all yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> all we got. All right. Crusher, Levy, unner unnerved Harlequins. Yeah. Custodes can have all of their strats back. It won't help. Uh, no. Yeah, that's that's true. the one. That's the one line I draw. No. Yeah, Custodes no, get no, nothing. No. Fuck them. And uh, ter and current turrets get eight dead hive guards. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's sure. Wait, let's Why do not? it. Come on. We're doing this proper. Books. We're gonna yeah. take off all the ignore LOS nerfs too, so we can just yeah yeah. yeah. No, the data slate gets removed from Games Workshop's website. Like. Wholesale. No, no, no. All the, nerfs, all the nerfs in the data slate. All the buffs. No, all the buffs fuck guard. Buy armor of contempt for people. Yeah, fuck them. Pain <laughs> blades back. You're leaving us back to a three of armor safe. Yeah, unlucky. 
Shouldn't have played an NPC faction. Uh, Damn. If you were to take a bad army to a G tier major, what would you bring and why? Drakari. Tyranids. <laughs> I guess you could make a bad totally tier army. Like, that's I did. I played Jormungar at a tournament. I just did it. Yeah. That army was um, bad. That's true. It was. It was that's, really bad. It was like honestly, 800 points off of a competent Leviathan army, but. But it's still a lot of... That's like half. I was like halfway to a competent Leviathan army, and so is Guard, so... It was double Tyrant, so, you know, it can't be that bad. Uh, I was going to bring an Imperial Guard army if I was going to bring a bad army to something. What have I not played in a while that I, like... Death Iron Guard? Hands. Iron Hands. <laughs> Hell Did yeah. you play White Scars in this? You can not play White I've not played, I played a couple of games of White Scars like right at the start of this edition and I kind of ignored them. I've not played White Scars since the Codex came out, really. You just play, you're going to YOLO White Scars then at this GT. I think I think I would consider, I would probably play Jukari. Actually, if I had the rack board, I'd probably... <laughs> how, are, how, are how are White Scars into, uh, maybe that's maybe that's the thing I call White Scars into Votan. Just coin flip with Hunter Master Snares, mate. <laughs> you really want to use a bunch of White Scars... Lightning Claws against Votan. No, 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 bro. It's all about Blade Garden Con. The plus one to wound instead, yeah. Yeah. Con is real damage. Um, look, man, I know you're looking at me like that because it hurts you, but it hurts me more. But we did say bad army. <laughs> That's true. At, into a GT. Yeah, yeah um, I'd play Jakari. With the return of the unchargeable wall now that the 2-inch engagement range is gone, you think they'll try something else to fix it or do you expect to just throw in the towel? That was their one attempt. Please <laughs> like... just put the WTC rule in. Please. Yep. Just do the WTC rule. It'll be fine. WTC rule is good and it solves its own problem because it never comes up because it exists. Yep. That's true. That's one of those it's like a heroic intervention stratagem. You never have to use it. <laughs> uh, for context, the WTC rule is that you can exist inside a wall a little bit. Uh, just don't ask. Uh, don't don't worry about it too much. You're in the wall, and then get out of it the first possible sign you can. Yep. Uh, it's okay. Watch your picks to Turbs, Nathan, and the Discord crew to get more people on board learning Legion in the next TTS League. Legion is hella fun. Uh, it is really, really easy to play. Um, and you get to hit people with Darth Vader. I forgot to sign up. I'm yeah, too we'll, busy to sign up right we'll now. We'll do another one in a couple months, probably. I just forgot. <laughs> I just have negative free time. This is my free time. Right Let's now. Go. In this For room. Anthony and Ines, so fuck you, Nathan. Um... Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, it'll make sense in a second. You got uh, a tournament question and you can't ask Nathan, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what are your tips for someone who wants to be competitive? We cannot afford tournament costs and doesn't have wow. an especially competitive local method. I'm the one who did the most TTS tournaments. Yeah, this is actually a best. This is yeah, Nathan, the Nathan question. <laughs> There's this is someone that's less familiar with us as a group. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I think of the three of us, I participated in the most TTS 40k events. Yeah, yeah I, did a, I did a bunch, any. but yeah. oh. I did a bunch, but not, but like only during lockdown. Remember, lockdown in the UK was like lockdown, lockdown. I didn't play 40k in person for a year. Oh, yeah. that sounds rough. Yeah, it was real shit. That's basically all I did. Did a lot of TTS. <laughs> I played a lot of TTS too during the pandemic. But there's there are multiple TTS leagues or TTS discords where they essentially just run tournaments and seasons fully on TTS. Um, uh, the best known one is tabletop 
is tactical tortoise who runs the most of them don't do that but fuck that guy i but also fuck that guy is what i was trying to get at um otherwise it's really easy to organize those leagues there are less of them now that like the world has opened back up to playing 40k in person as it were but there are still a few you just have to look online a little bit uh, you can get um the gts 40k like general official discord is alpha league yes uh, i think those ones are pretty decent if you can get involved in like any of the um the sort of wtc community ones like they do a bunch of team events and stuff like that mm-hmm. um greek hammer the polish guys run a bunch of stuff like that there's plenty yeah. about just yeah. try and find somebody if you just even if, if you're on our discord just ask in the tts chat uh there will be people who can probably send you a link to some uh, or you can just jump into our that. discord and ask to play people if you don't yeah, necessarily need true. tournaments but you can just play any number of people via our discord or a lot of other discords if you're in them Lots of local discords are good for that if you can't play games, like even state level discords or gaming league discords. Yeah. And then as far as ways to mitigate costs, um, look for, for like actual physical tournaments. Look for close by stuff that you can drive to. Um, look into carpooling options. Try and split with, um, like, if you know somebody from online who's going to the same event, see if they want to split hotels. Try to make sure they're not a serial killer in advance. I recommend that quite heavily. Um, but like you can split hotels with stuff. Anthony's going to split hotels with us when he comes over for Coventry, just so that it's not, you know, like it's extortionate for him. Um, and you can do that on a much smaller scale or try and find somebody local who is interested in growing it with you uh, and getting it to compete. Um, trying to get better with somebody is the easiest way to do it long term. Yep. Well, Anthony, you had something like, to say. Um, I was going to say just that depending on what country you're in, like playing on TTS might be one of the better ways to get involved in your team's WTC scene. Yeah, for yep. sure. What time is the show EST? Um, about an hour and 20 minutes ago. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Compared to say 7th Ed Yanari, how busted do you think dwarves are? You guys are not going to get that one. But... Well, I mean, what's the win rate in testing? Like 90% Worst. or something? In terms of sheer mechanics, I think Yunari's were more bullshit. But the game was better equipped to yeah. deal with them. I think the actual power level of Yunari was about the same as like like compared to the rest of the game, Yunari in seventh edition was about as powerful as Voltan. It's just that everyone else had a Voltan level build as well. Um right. Yunari were real fucking stupid. So do you remember the Soul Burst mechanic from the start of eighth edition where you could like activate and you're like if you killed something within and you were within seven of it, you could um activate again with like one action so you could like shoot or move or charge or whatever uh yeah you could do that in your opponent's turn and your turn and it was on every unit instead of just one per turn so like you would have like nine squads of bikes and you would kill one and then that squad would activate kill a unit which would then activate another squad of bikes which would kill a unit which would activate a squad of bikes and they like their entire army would activate in your turn um and then they do it again in their turn uh with everything activating twice um it was so absurd but the game had generic defensive mechanics at the time. So you could have like, cool, you can have all of that kill stuff, but all my stuff's got a total rollable save, so I don't give a shit. Uh, the defensive, right. so the power level output is about the same, but the game's broadline defensive mechanics are completely out of line with that, um, where it just doesn't matter. So yeah, they're probably about, about as bullshit as 7th Edionari for the people who remember that at the height of like Triple Wraith Knight that would move 24 inches and then charge you. Um, back when Wraith Knights were a terrifying 300 point. Back when Raytanks were a 300-point unit that couldn't be wounded by anything less than strength 5 and had a 5-up feel no pain. Uh... Yeah, that seems all right. 
Yeah, it was real bad. Uh, and then they rolled D3, D3 attacks with a small blast template and everything on a six just got removed under the template. Um, just removed, not even like roll. You thought beams were bad? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, it's it's real bad. If you remember, if you remember the Yanari times, this is about this is about Yanari times. This is like Yanari with an Inquisitor with service calls and a Collapse Assassin bad. Those are words. How do I get Nathan to TV my friend and teach me math? Join our Discord bit. You're not in it, Nick. Uh, or money. Also, what are you guys doing that? Nick is in the Discord. He asked that question. Well, he's in not Discord. in the. He's not in the math bit. Oh, His name's not yeah. yellow. It's true. You don't have the learning thing. I just finished the syllabus. It's published. I have to organize it with Anthony. That's basically all that there is to it. And I've been very. I have busy. a lot more free time than Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> Last week I've just been horrifically busy. System, leaving people behind on math. All I get to give was me. That's not a question. Guys, oh, stop having discussions. I'm sorry. I had like a short discussion about how the American education system. Right, is but real. you're meant to answer questions on the Discord. He didn't ask that particular question on the Discord. He was asking about being my friend in the education system. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes, Nick, the uh, the lessons tier is an additional uh, level up for access to the math stuff. Because uh, it's Anthony, even more of Anthony and Nathan's free time. Um, question for Ernest. How is prep for LGT gone for us foreigners? Wait, what makes the LGT so unique? Uh, super quick one. I've been playing a bunch of games. Um, that's about it. Uh, not really prepping for it in any specific way. Uh, what makes it unique? Uh, almost nothing. Um, I say this in like the nicest sense I could possibly, and I said this on Contact Lost when I was on it last week. Uh, LGT is like if you took the platonic ideal of the average 40k event and made it 700 players. It is very, everything is completely just what you would normal 40k. It is five to ten rounds of that. Um, expect nothing of it more than that. It is very sterile by the box. That is what LGT is, that's what the entire circuit is. Uh, that has its own appeal. There is nothing extra going on at LGT. This is just about LGT. Whereas, like at Vegas, you have you know everybody's in Vegas. You're you're on a you're on holiday. This one, you're in a you're in a random event center in the middle of London, uh, or on the ass end of London. More than that, uh, you're there to play 40k. That is its unique selling point. Um, it's the size. That's all. That's what it is. Uh, and that is not a criticism. Uh, I want to make that very clear. That I think that's a very interesting thing to have. Uh, but it is tournament in a box. Nice. Seems good. Vince, what are your expectations for Coventry and how are you going to prepare for your first UKTC event? Um, I broadly don't expect to do super well, um, which is like a kind of a funny thing to say for a tournament that I'm literally flying overseas for. Um, I am mostly going because um, it's going to be in the middle of like the worst part of the hell meta where things are like unnerved and shit's a nightmare. So I'm mostly going over because I have a lot of people in Europe that I'm really looking forward to seeing. Um, so Innes and the, the Team Scotland lads that are coming over from it, for it being very high on that list. Um, but yeah, I have played a couple of games on those boards now. Um, Blastmasters feel just so good on them. Like being able to just like hit angles and go go basically yard with the shooting is money um yeah, fast shooting is king on lgt boards you know it's not even that fast right like the they have an assault profile but it's not super good but like the just being like infantry based shooting that can run through shooting walls that can, like, shooting that can move yeah is what I yeah mean. is really strong um so i can see myself maybe going to like a fourth noise marine unit 
and then dropping a possessed unit, or I'm just going to go fuck it and I'm going to take 30 possessed. Uh, I haven't decided which side of that coin I want to exist on yet. Some of oh, that yeah. will some of that will depend on if Bile gets nerfed, how I feel about word bearers, and if I want to play Emperor's Children or not at the time. Um, Emperor's Children feels real fucking bad in the Votan sometimes. Like the Blastmaster shooting land train situation is just single tier. Um, so you do what you can with what you got, though. We'll see what I feel like going into the event. And but prep for right now is focused on GW Chicago because I don't want to overlook giant events. Um, frankly, prep right now is focused on this RTT that I have next weekend because overlooking games is not a thing I try and do. That's fair. Nathan, how are you and your crew planning and trying to grow the competitive Chicago scene? Working on running more RTTs right now. So we have two RTTs. One is in November and one is in December that we're planning. And then we're trying to plan some more. The challenge in Chicago is mostly just finding GT space that isn't going to make us broke in the process of running a GT-sized event. So right now we run roughly 12 to 18 person like RTT sized events. And then that's kind of where we're at. Um, and that is mostly about just kind of promoting local gaming groups. So I've been part of the Grimdark Filthy Casuals group, which is a tournament organizing group here in Chicago and gaming group. Um, and it's about reaching out to more stores and kind of just expanding RTTs out further into like the greater Chicagoland area to try to get people interested and realize that there are events all over Chicago. Um, that's really what we're doing. A lot of little reaching out to people and trying to get a lot of people onto Discord and knowing each other and meeting one another and then just running more events. That's yeah, it. There's not really a, a process to do it fast. You just got to do it incrementally over time, right? Yeah, and right now we're working on building up like terrain and stuff like that because we do have some older terrain, but part of building terrain is making sure that your terrain is good terrain and it takes a lot of time and terrain is the most expensive part of doing events. Stores will frequently give you mats and things like that or you can get mats for supply from suppliers at a discount, but not usually terrain and terrain is very expensive. Especially when they keep adding the amount we need when they release always like Votan. It's true. Yeah. The doom and gloom of Leaks of Votan is pretty real online. How would you encourage players to attend tournaments during the unnerfed Leaks of Votan meta? I wouldn't. I was just going to say I wouldn't. Um, you don't have to go to things if they're going to be rough and terrible. Um, you can find ways to find your own fun and stuff. But like as someone that I would uh, describe as a fairly committed 40k player, uh, <laughs> I don't... Like if you don't think you're going to have fun or you don't have an army that you think has like a reasonable enough way to have like if if this all goes sideways like if csm goes like gets like just a bullet in the head and harlequins somehow dance through this i'll probably play harlequins for the rest of the season because even losing with harlequins you get to do nonsense so and that puts you in most games especially against broken bullshit um so that might be a thing that I do, you know, like watch this space. But that would be that would be my way of having fun in that meta. It'd be I would just play the thing that like makes me the most happy, win or damage dealing agnostic. And for me, that's Harlequins. Yeah, I would just say if you're not going to win the tournament anyway, uh, it probably doesn't affect you as much as it will. Like if you're a three and two or a two and three player anyway, you're going for the social as it is. The social is not going to change. Um, so. Go yeah. play games. You might not even play Voltan. Like, I wouldn't worry too much yeah. about that. 
Even in like the well, height of Harlequins meta, there was only so many Harlequins players and Votan are a new army. Yeah, I mean, go to an event to have fun, but just understand that Votan exists and probably is going to win that event if they're present. Yep. Um, and do you feel it's important to listen or gain information from international metas or content creators, even if the train you play on and your local meta and events are completely different? If so, why? Sam does not pull punches with long-ass questions that want like 40-minute answers, does he? I mean, the answer to this in the most simple terms is yes, because you should get information from as many sources as is possible. Unless like, but use your critical thinking skills and like if something comes from abroad or from yeah, someplace like, even in your local area and it's just weird, like take a moment and think about it and go, oh, well, they were playing with no terrain. Yeah, like you can ignore any army. GW open results. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Easy. The GW Open is usually okay. I don't know what the fuck happened at the last couple where they started just not turning terrain, but like the one I went to was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, you can ignore any GW Open results. Um, yeah, you should listen to anybody who is competent and speaking on an issue with some level of capacity. So, like, don't listen to us, but go listen to a bunch of other people. Uh, no, definitely listen to us. <laughs> Shut up, you idiot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So please okay, listen, listen to, to us me. because there's two. <laughs> Dennis, go to bed. <laughs> there's trying. two top ten globally ranked players in here, and then me. Um, <laughs> so you should listen to people. There's like who are five his older egos. A lot of us. Yeah. Like, find Team people Australia holds the turbo. that can that like. I just had to provide good information. Think about the information that they give you. And decide if that information is valuable or not. You're gonna have to use some of your critical thinking skills during this process. I'm I'm sorry. You might have to think about the information you receive and why it's valid or not. Uh, or just do what I do and blend the copy of list and apply it to whatever matter you're in anyway, and it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> terrain is overrated. Just be good. <laughs> why did I portray Leviathan Heretic? Well, first of all, Aaron, I you were playing Kraken when we first played, so back in your box. Uh, you wish <laughs> busted. Uh, Somebody's been caught lying on the internet. <laughs> uh, I have played Jesus Cult because they are, quite frankly, I, I played eighty tournament games in a row of Terranids. I I wanted a break, uh, and I happen to be quite happy with this list. And the break coincided with LGT, uh, so I have kept it going. I would not have been unhappy playing turns for LGT, but I'm also not unhappy playing Jesus Cults. And it's hitting you with the. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> exactly. Um, do you think Admix server performance is in line with the army's expected performance potential? No. No, but it doesn't really matter. It's not far off. Want to play them, and I don't blame them. It's not. You can work your ass off for a forty percent win rate without army, or like fifty yeah. percent if you're real so. good. <laughs> I think it like like in the hands of a good player, it can. It can I don't know, man. I watched pieces. like Rickard Nilsson do fucking shit with him at WTC, like. And I don't think okay. anybody. You guys like troll dumpster Latvia. Well done, guys. Um, <laughs> I mean, like even past that, like you know, he did alright with them. But like in general, like they're like I said, I think you can do okay with them. I just don't think the amount you, of you've effort got to that protect you put them. In I think you guys protected them and parrying a little bit as well, didn't you? Just to be, yeah, not really, sort of. Um, they they were protected as insofar as like our entire team was built to kill knights, and like if they got them, it was thumbs up. But 
Yeah, but I think Nabek just have enough bad matchups that you're probably going to have a rough time if you try to play them at GT level. Like, you don't want to play Nitz, you don't want to play Photon, you don't want to play Quinns. I don't think that's an army that rewards you for as much work as you put into it. Is my that's what I think it is, too, answer. yeah. I would say that their performance is like a little under. Yeah. Uh, and how much of a fuck you nerf points would you need to give squats them to maybe be balanced if it was just points? 25 50%. to 30%. 50%? No, like, sorry, I meant that wrong. Like, 100%. They would need to play with 1,000 points. Yeah. And even then, a lot of armies would just get absolutely wrecked by them. Oh, I guess yeah. if you only do points. Yeah. yeah. If it's so, yeah, then, then, yeah, half. If we're not changing any rules to coincide with it, then it's half. You get half the points. It's real, real worrying, boys. So, just yep. to confirm, that means 22 point Hearthkin. 44 point berserkers, 460 to 500 point tanks. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Just confirming that you guys understand the math on that. Yep. Um, how many burst cannons is not enough? Any burst cannons is not enough. Don't run burst cannons. Run plasma and cyclic. It's more fun. Mostly for your opponent who doesn't want to sit there and watch you roll yet another shooting phase. Dude, it, it's so telling. Actually, no, you can run burst cannons on uh, Cold Star Commanders. Like, that, that's fine because they get, like, really cool extra ones. It's disturbing how many shots those guys get when they're just like, yeah, I have, like, this gun, this gun, this gun, this gun. That's 45 shots. Oh, yep. okay. Cool, buddy. Cheers. Uh, how did Typhoon against Voltan? Three hammerheads, long strike, 15 cursor suits, 30 plasma missiles. Badly. Doesn't sound good. Yeah. Underneath that, as Nas says, you lose, that won't beat Votan. And that's a man who's tried both sides of that a couple times. <laughs> You're going to shoot one land fortress, real maybe dead. Yeah, real maybe dead is right. Real maybe. Real maybe, by the way, not real dead. Like, real maybe. <laughs> they still get saves against that, I think. Yeah. Or Hammerhead, no, Hammerhead's AP6, right? Yep. No, okay, so oh, no save. No, no save. so you're fine. You're yeah, good. You're yeah. fine. Um, but they're, they're going to blank one, one of them. Uh, you're gonna fail to wound with one of them, um, so you're gonna like maybe kill one, and then they kill everything back. Yeah, whatever you put in line of sight. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, I think we're gonna write it up there because I have been told to go to bed with my co-host already because I did the self-deprecation thing again, which they don't like, uh, which I think is I just think it's funny, uh, but they don't they don't like that so. <laughs> We're very much on team cheer Innis on so that he succeeds. No. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, again, for joining us. Uh, local, sorry, Locusu, um, the Votan Germany discussion is in the middle of the episode. If you go from about minute 40 through to about an hour, uh, we're kind of talking Votan supremacy with a little bit of break here and there. Uh, but I'm going to write us out now. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. I have been Innis, and I've been joined by Anthony and Nathan. Uh, this has been Static Episode 11. What happens in Houston stays in Houston. Uh, this week we were talking all about Votan and the meta and Votan and a lot of Votan, actually. Uh, it's going to be a lot of this for the for the next while. So if you enjoyed that or you uh, hated that or whatever, uh, let us know. Uh, if you want us to stop talking about Votan, we will find other things to talk about. Uh, but for the time being, people seem to want us to talk about it, so we're keeping doing it. Uh, as always, you can find us at youtube.com slash c slash statcheck. And if you want to support us more, you can check us out at patreon.com slash statcheck, where we really appreciate all the help and support we get. Uh, we are almost 100 patrons, and it would be really cool to hit that sometime this week, sometime this month, whenever. Uh, we're going to do a SpongeBob movie marathon, I believe, or a SpongeBob movie watch party. Marathon? <laughs> marathon, yeah. We're going to watch two. We're gonna, I'm going to make you watch like five, and then we'll watch one. We'll put up uh, a poll when we hit 100, and we'll let you guys pick something. 
Yeah. Uh, yep. When we do 200, I have promised to uh, I promised to wear a peach costume, which you'll get if you join the Discord. That's true. Uh, but that's peach. 200. We're a while off of that one. Uh, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for joining us. I hope you all enjoyed yourselves. Uh, please recommend us to a friend. Actually, let's do that one. Recommend us to a friend this week. You, you have a friend. Recommend us to them. Uh, or your mom. Whatever. I don't mind. Uh, <laughs> click to click. Thank you, everybody, for joining us, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you.